Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Heidi, we have got a great uh, question today from Kate. Okay. And Kate says, I lost my dad six months ago, and I'm a nurse, and I'm having difficulty not crying in staff meetings. Any suggestions? Well, Kate, that's a, one that we've heard a lot because people go back to work. It's only been six months. That's not a long time for you to be in there. Heidi, uh, you know, I have a nursing background, and uh, working in a hospital can be stressful. And, uh, you know, being around sick people, a lot of emotions, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing can be tough. But it's really a problem that we've heard if we want to broaden it, Heidi, which is loss in the workplace, going back to work after a loss, period, right? Right. Like you said, it's hard, Mom. Cause, and, and, you know, if she's in a hospital, it might trigger a lot of thoughts of the person that died. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's hard. it's hard to focus and concentrate when you've had a loss because you're kind of in two places in your head. You're at work and you're thinking about the person that you love that, that died. Right. Well, we've done a couple of uh, shows on work in the, in the uh, well, probably three or four at least, on uh, dealing with loss in the workplace. Why don't we broaden it, not just to a hospital, Heidi, but uh, loss in general for Kate. I think that might help her because, you know, as a nurse, you can really get stuck in, well, I'm here, you know, I'm a nurse, I'm different. But maybe she needs to think of herself as just normalizing as a person going to work after a loss. What do you suggest to her for um, being upset in staff meetings? Well, I think if you're at work and and you've had a death, the scary part is is you don't know when you're going to be overwhelmed with grief. Mm -hmm. So you feel out of control and you want to have some level of control. So I think that uh, maybe sitting near the door Mm-hmm. So leave if you have to. You don't have to ask people to please excuse me, please move. You know, um, like you said, going to the bathroom and running your hands underwater. Going into your office if you have one to take a break. If you're working in a hospital, I think you and I have said before, there's often like chapels in there or meditation rooms where you can go and quiet and sit. And you also might want to look at the EAP programs and get some short-term counseling right now and support. And what's that program you're talking about? EAP. So Which is? Employee Assistant Program. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And look to see if your hospital or hospice or wherever she's working uh, has something like that. Uh, only six months. Really tough. You know, um, and we understand that. Now, one of the things that we've talked to people about who have to go into work uh, we wrote a book with Eric Hipple, Real Man to Cry, who was a uh, NFL football player. And one of the things he did was because he had, after his son killed himself, he had to be able to deal with his business as well as dealing with his grief. So what he did was he would set a time for him every day to go into his basement by himself and light a candle and think of his son. Right, and I like that idea. And maybe at work you need to leave for 15 minutes and go out in the parking lot and that needs to be your time. Or like you said, wait until you're home and do it. 
Yeah. If you if you can if you can control it. Sometimes we can't control it when right. we're gonna get emotional. I'll have to say that I found that screaming in your car is a great place to go. Well, the car is a really good place to go. I think if you drive to work and, and can go sit in your car, I think that is a great place to get, be emotional. Have a, have a good scream. Um, also, I think it's good to let your supervisor know. And uh, my son was killed. I was working in a hospital at the University of Rochester and my boss was very good. And she gave me kind of a shadow person to go around and help me out. So I, I always knew I could go to her. And don't forget about taking some mental health days. Yeah, I agree with you, Mom. Taking time off if you can. And some, some employees even have grief leave that you can take, bereavement leave. Mm -hmm. um, so they might give you time off that's paid. Um, like you said, not only can you be minimized, but you can also be judged. Right, absolutely. And one of the things that, that I did and that you can do, Kate, is if you're going to go to a meeting that you are not familiar with, try going there in advance and sitting in the room. Even, you know, you can do it even the day before or the day after, or if there's some place, so that you sit there and collect yourself and are familiar with that environment and get there a little early. And as Heidi said, sit by the door. Find out where the bathroom is, find out where yeah. the exit is, find out how you can go outside and take a walk. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And um, take care of yourself. Again, six months is not a long time. And I, after, uh, you know, I kind of... Uh, tried to stay strong, but after a certain amount of time, I ended up uh, leaving and going back to school to get a PhD. Um, it was a way I could leave that environment. So there are a lot of people that tell us after a year or so, they decide that they want to move into another area. So maybe you'll decide eventually you want to work in a doctor's office or, you know, change your environment or not. You well, know. you know, I do hear that though, mom. When, I, when I've talked to people that have had siblings and and children die people that are like younger and that have worked in hospitals they said it's hard to see sick children that are that are maybe dying because mm -hmm. it brings up too much for them and sometimes they do have to maybe take a break from their profession and find something else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be kind of exciting too i mean i'm not saying that you know after six months but some of people after a certain amount of time tell us that they change careers and uh, they've really found some, something that they enjoy and are, and are happy doing and are, have really um, kind of changed into a different life. Right, I certainly changed my career tra trajectory when Scott died. That's mm -hmm. why I have gone into the field I've gone into because mm -hmm. of his death. I, I heard someone say once, make your mess your message. <laughs> I, love, yeah. I love that. So if we've had great adversity and great loss, make that your message. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. You know, uh, Kate, our number one visit is for adults that have lost parents. So uh, we want to normalize this grief for you too. It is a really tough thing. And let's remember the basics. Drink water, walk around the block, eat good food, don't drink a lot of alcohol, try to figure out uh, how to get good sleep patterns by um, working out. But when I put, if you're a big worker out, that's fine. But if you're not, make sure that you like take the stairs up to up to work, park your car far away in the parking lot, challenge yourself with the little things that you can do. And also don't forget gratitude, right, Heidi? Absolutely. Gratitude really shifts our energy quickly. You can keep a gratitude journal or you can just think about three things that you're grateful for every day and they can be very small. And over time, that'll increase. 
All right. Well, Kate, thank you for this question. It was great. And we wish you a lot of luck at work. I think you must be a wonderful employee because you are concerned about these things and you're willing to reach out. And don't forget to visit us at Open to Hope because we've got a lot of shows for you on grief in the workplace, which I think you'll enjoy um, listening to or watching. And thanks again. And thanks everybody for watching this show. And Heidi, I want to remind you, if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.